Welcome to another edition of the OK Preps Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by Barry Lewis, here to talk a little high school sports. We appreciate you checking us out. Uh, you can also you can watch a video, but uh, this podcast is also available on Google, Apple, and Spotify. So check us out wherever you can. So Barry, in, in the midst of the playoffs, we got area this week, state next week. Uh, you were kind of saying something interesting off air just now about kind of the, how many games some teams are going to have to win to get into state. Once you break that down for us. Yes, there's really never been a situation like this, and it's all as a result of the weather postponements from last week that wiped out three days of play. Mm-hmm. So, um, how, for example, in 5A and 6A, when you're having the regional and area tournaments, for the boys particularly, the regional and area tournaments all in the same week, half of the teams that make state will have played four games in six days. And um, when you get below that, uh, 4A, 3A, 2A, there's going to be some teams uh, who will have to play five in six days to get to state. So four and six days, uh, that's something that you will encounter at times during a busy week in the regular season, especially if it's tournament week. So that's not some unknown territory. Although at that point in the season, there's not so much on the line and the intensity level is at a different level right now than it is then. Um, and also the competition level uh, often. But uh, to play five games in six days especially with the intensity of and what's at stake right now, that is really incredible. So uh, teams going through the loser's brackets are really facing an uphill test this week. Well, I I mean, just generally speaking, how many teams do make it through the loser's bracket in a given year? I mean, a few, a couple, a good number, like just generally uh, how many teams are able to make that path from loser's bracket to state? Well, it depends. I mean, in 5A and 6A, just because the way it's a different format, uh, half the teams that make state will have reached state through the loser's bracket. Um, But in 4A, 3A, 2A, A and B, where the playoffs are a lot longer and your double elimination format from the start, it just depends as far as how many teams reach state through the loser's bracket. It depends when you get into the loser's bracket. Some teams get into the loser's bracket right away and, like, lose their first playoff game. And so then it's really a long road. And But you see occasionally there's some teams, I'm, I'm going to say there's a few teams every year that lose that first playoff game and then make it all the way to stay. And those are really fun stories to cover. And then there's other teams that will make it having lost a little further deeper into the playoffs. And so it really depends at what point you suffer that loss. Um, but I think a surprise, people would be surprised how many teams go through the loser's bracket, especially those who lose before the area tournament. And sometimes, just it, remember playoffs at all levels, a lot of times it's all about the matchups, yeah. that uh, sometimes it is an easier road if you lose fairly early in the, in the playoffs in classes 4A and under to make it to state through the loser's bracket, weirdly enough, um, than it is in, um, uh, than you might expect. Um, I tell you, one of the toughest challenges a team can face, uh, regardless of class, just the way it's the playoffs are set up, is to lose, especially if they use a lot of energy, lose the area championship game. 
and then have to come back the next night against a team that is coming off a win and some more rest the previous day. That, I mean, people would be surprised how many teams area teams that have been in the area championship then you know need at that point if you're in the area championship you only need one win and two tries to get to the state tournament how many of those teams don't make it because uh it's great to be in the area championship but if you don't win it it's I, a lot of the times you're the underdog going into the next night yeah uh do you know what games you're going to be at this week yet no everything is Two up in the air. Uh, the only thing I know is where I'm going to be today. So as we tape, I'm about to go see Vert McLean and Vertigris in a rematch of an area tournament game last year in 4A, which was a very fascinating game to me. And this, again, it's another fascinating matchup because this is, you see, uh, I use this example because this is something you see often in the playoffs where a team with a great record, which is Ulaga, 20 and 3, not Ulaga, Vertigris. <laughs> Yeah. Vertigris, which is 20 and 3, against McLean, which beat Ulaga last night. And McLean is a 500 team, 11 and 11. But uh, McLean, um, but at this point of the year, you can sort of throw out the records. And because McLean has played uh, tougher, not taken away anything from Vertigris's accomplishments. They've had a great season, absolutely. Mm -hmm. To win, go twenty and three, but it's not. It's to me, it's a toss-up game. Even though one team's eleven eleven, the other's twenty and three, because McLean has played a tougher schedule. They're playing teams in higher classes um, a lot. I mean, I think we see that. We've talked about that before in four A with Central, and it always seems like Tulsa Public School teams get over, a lot of times. Tulsa Public Schools teams get overlooked, especially at the four A level, because they're accumulating some losses through the season because they're playing five A teams our 6A teams, uh, but mostly 5A teams. So uh, uh, so I think Webster is an example of this as we uh, tape. Webster is seven. They pulled off two wins over teams. Webster is seven and 17 right now. <laughs> they, they pulled off two teams with uh, two victories in the last two games over teams with a lot better records. Mm -hmm. So that's something to keep in mind this postseason or any postseason. So Barry, we should remind people that there are no state tournament games at the Maybe Center this year. There are 6A, 5As at Lloyd Noble Center in Norman, and then games uh, that are traditionally at the Big House in Oklahoma City will remain there. Is that, is that accurate? Did I get that right? That's accurate. Um, Lloyd and in Norman, uh, Lloyd Noble will be the site of the championship games. There are sub-sites um, for just like it would be here, there are a lot of subsites that are used when they're uh, at when they were at Maybe Center. Uh, whereas at in Oklahoma City, the Big House will have they've cut down on the subsites they've had to use by extending the tournament. So mm -hmm. most of the games will be played in the Big House in Oklahoma City on the fairgrounds. And recap how that went down again. It, it had been in the Tulsa area for many years, right? Yes, had been in the Tulsa area for, or had been scheduled in the Tulsa area for 12 years. Of course, in 2020, it was canceled due to right. the pandemic. And um, the every three years, it goes into a bidding process. And uh, this time, Lloyd Noble won. Okay, so so simple bidding process. Yes, Lloyd Noble won out. Okay, okay. What else is on your uh, on your mind today? Well, we've got. Um, the Mr. and Ms. Inside and Outside contests. Mm -hmm. We're 
it's the reader's choice of the top players in the area. We nominated them, you vote on them. And uh, that voting is, uh, the deadline is 2 p.m. on Friday, March the 4th. So uh, you're running out of time to vote for your favorite player. So in, we've got some really interesting voting battles uh, going on right now. So, uh, um, and uh, both of last year's winners uh, from the Mr. Contest, Anthony Allen, the Mr. Inside from Broken Arrow, and Nate Vitell, Mr. Outside from Regent Prep. Right now they're running in the top five in the voting again. So they've got a chance to repeat and just, we've had really good response. We wanna thank everyone who has voted. Uh, so the voting totals are really good right now. And, and, and uh, if you haven't voted, vote. So uh, it's, it will have the winners. We'll announce the winners in the papers next Monday through Thursday. And then of course you can vote at okpreps.extra.com. And you said, Mary, that the voting for Mr. Inside has been particularly robust this year. That, yes, that... it's been incredible. I mean, setting records. <laughs> so it's a very interesting contest. Uh, so uh, we encourage people, to, you've still got time to vote. Well, good deal. Glad, yeah, glad voting is going well. Always a fun contest. Look forward to profiling the, the winners and all four. Uh, two boys winners, two girls winners. Um, and Barry, it's uh, actually today you would you would think it's spring, unlike last week. It's beautiful outside uh, and spring sports have begun. You, you said you wanted to say a word about that. Yes, today is the start as we tape is the start, the official start of spring mm -hmm. sports up until now it's been preseason stuff so but now the games start to count and uh, we encourage strongly all coaches to call in your scores to the Tulsa world call in your scores call in your scoring summaries because um, we want to give your team we want to let everyone know how your team does and uh, um, call in um to, or you can email them to uh, sports at tulsaworld.com. But however you do it, email them to sports at tulsaworld.com or call 918-581-8355 or 800-944-7529. Please uh, call in your scores, sending in, in your scores. You want to get them in the paper for you. Absolutely. You want to uh, encourage those in basketball too because we, we've had overall pretty good um, – response from basketball coaches this year and we want to thank you for calling them in but uh, when the playoffs get going um sort of the there's we don't get as many scores called in so whether it's the person at the, the tournament site or the coaches we want to make sure to get those scores in so keep on calling um who who's going to be covering the spring for us barry who, who who's the writer a writer uh, for spring sports, John Tranchina, is going to be doing a lot of it. Of course, familiar name. He's uh, done, a, done a great job for us over a number of years. Just got done with wrestling and swimming. Yeah, he's good. So yes, he, had a busy week. he had a busy weekend, compacted weekend as the weather. Thankfully, the weather didn't push wrestling off last weekend. It just made uh, – Cause for a little bit later start on Friday night. And it, it was uh, quite an exciting weekend of wrestling down in Oklahoma City. And John was right on top of things as always. Yep. It's great to have him. He does a great job. Look forward to seeing what he's got this spring. All right, Barry, any parting shots or we'll, uh, we'll call it good for this week? Uh, well, the biggest upset probably in the boys bat basketball uh, so far in the playoffs, in the large school at least, in 6A, uh, I sort of called this about a week ago, Muskogee over Union. 
in 6A boys on Monday night. Um, it was a matchup that I thought, again, Union was a team that could beat anyone. It's one of the uh, handed Booker T. Washington, the top seeded team, one of its two losses. Mm-hmm. But you also felt Union could beat anybody. But uh, that was a, as I said, it's all about the matchups in the playoffs. And Muskogee was a bad matchup, knew that going in for Union. And uh, Muskogee had beaten Union earlier, and Muskogee defeated Union. So, how how are they a bad matchup? What what was Muskogee able to exploit, Barry? It's just, uh, I mean, they've got a great guard, Javante Soup Campbell, and he had a great game. And uh, it's just, and um, it was it was a pretty even matchup going in. We knew that it was a toss up game, and Muskogee uh, came away with the narrow victory, and he. Campbell scored 30 points and Muskogee's on its way to be playing Jenks in the title in the regional final instead of Union. So there will, won't be any uh, backyard bowl matchup in uh, a 6A boys. And so it's going to be Muskogee spoiled that party. So it's going to be Muskogee at Jenks. All right, Barry, thanks as always. We'll uh, talk next week and we'll talk uh, more playoffs. All right. Thanks, Patrick.